Hey, what's going on, everybody? Uh, welcome to Scrolling Through Life with Tom Brahani. Um, I got a uh, great guest with me today, a uh, man who has, he was a huge help for me this last pa uh, this past year. Um, I had uh, met him through a friend of ours, uh, introduced me to him when I was really, really in the darkest times, uh, kind of, you know, was trying out uh, um, what the psychs going on my meetings, counselors, and uh, none of that stuff was working. I was really in a dark place. Uh, but, uh, so James here is a retired SF, uh, operator also. Um, and he had started a, a, a program peer to peer that it's called, uh, and which really helped me out. He runs a gym also. So I'm going to have him explain a little bit more in depth into the, into the program and kind of like his story and how he got to that point, uh, and all about the program. And we'll, this is going to be a reoccurring, uh, series. So, but, uh, I'm gonna go ahead and pass it on to, uh, James. James? Hey, how you doing? <laughs> hey, man. Um, so kind of my story, I spent um, eight to like 18 years in soft. Um, I had seven total deployments down range, um, Afghanistan, Iraq. And then uh, I think it was right after, yeah, it was right after my sixth one. Um, we really started, I think, between myself and my wife, um, mostly my wife, she started realizing that there was something that, that wasn't right. Right. I mean, and I didn't really know. <laughs> she, and, and to be honest with you, she she actually noticed it after the first appointment in like, what, in 01, beginning of 02. Right. Um, and so 2009, um, you know, uh, I went to, there was 14 of us from our battalion okay. that went to uh, psych. Mm -hmm. Out of those 14, there was one guy that was diagnosed with PTS or just having an issue. Right, right. Out um, of the 13? Yeah. Okay. Out of, well, out of the 14. Okay. He was, but there was 13 of us that were just kind of like, really? Um, and then 2011, uh, after trying to keep everything held together with like band-aids and Mm -hmm. stuff like that yep. um i i went off the rails um we had a uh, three guys in my company that were killed i was actually i was actually back here um and uh wound up having to do two of the funerals while we were here wow okay. um and this is june yeah june of 11. And the first one was in Arizona. Second one was in DC. Right. Um, spent a week and a half in Arizona. And after the first night I was there, I didn't sleep the rest of the time. Right. Uh, like time warps is, is literally what it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I remember you telling me that actually. And, but I would say, I, I, I didn't realize what like the whole what the timeline was because right. I would literally, I'd be sitting there watching TV. I'd be sitting there doing stuff and I'd look up and be like, Oh, it's five 30 in the morning. Yeah. It's just, you know? And so, yeah, so it wasn't, it wasn't there. Um, but at the time you didn't really even comprehend that. Right. You were mm -hmm. just kind of like, nope. all right, nope. you know what? I'm, I'm still good. I'm going to just keep trucking on. I, I don't even know if I'd say well, I, was, I was good. I, was, I would literally look at my watch and go, God, where'd the time go? Right, right, right. You know? So um, wound up, we got done there, and, and we went to D.C. And um, 
it was literally got home and then went up there, so there wasn't really any any time. Um, got up there, did our stuff, and then rode home with uh, with my team sergeant that was there with us. All right. And uh, shortly after that, I want to say that was June. Yeah, so like right in the middle, towards the end of June, a friend of mine that had gone off the rails right around that same time had just come back from uh, a place in San Antonio. Right. And uh, I was glad that he was that he was okay because the night the night that he tried to take his life. I was one of the people that he called and I missed a phone call. Oh, wow. I missed the phone call. And it that has always stuck with me. And that's why yeah. I told you when you came in, yep. I will never miss that. So call, you know what I mean? And that's, I know that's another series, but it, yeah, another yeah. part of the series. But it was just, <laughs> I mean, I, I've, I've got goosebumps now yeah. from that night. Anyway, yeah, I can imagine. Um, he gets back and uh, he comes into, the, comes into the company and we're kind of hanging out. I'm like, dude, anything you need? He's like, yeah, man, don't worry about it. He said, I'll call you, but I'm, you know, thanks for, you know, whatever. Right. Okay. Um, anyway, he calls me and he goes, uh, are you coming to the gym later? And I said, yeah, why? And he's, he's like, can you meet me there in 20 minutes? I'm like, sure. Right. I'm like, oh shit, man. He, he's going to, you know, he's going to, he's either going to, uh, like hand me some knowledge or he needs some help and I this I can help him. Right, so right, right. There. And uh keep in mind this guy and I used to be on a team together. Right. And uh he goes, We get there and and sitting there and he looks at me and he goes, When's the last time you slept? Oh wow. And I was like, Ah oh, dude, I'm fine. He goes, No. <laughs> he says, I see Afghanistan gym right there. Yeah. That's what yeah. I'm seeing. Yeah. And I was like that wore out exhausted, just, yeah, yeah, just yeah, yeah, yeah. out of it. Because <clears throat> like, I still wasn't sleeping. Right. So, um, so yeah, so we go through that. And, of course, I try to bullshit him, and he's just like, no. And so he, he gets me linked up with um, uh, Kirsten Woolley and uh, uh, Angela Mobs, right. who were, at the time, the USASOC or I'm sorry, this, yeah, you sock psych and uh, the third group psych. Okay, okay. And uh, so we started going through that, and then they, uh, we, the decision was made that I needed to go to San Antonio. Right. Um, by the time, that was the, yeah, it was the end of July. So by the, I went, uh, 14th of August, I, I went into, uh, the uh, place in San Antonio. And at that point, I had not, literally had not slept um, for three and a half weeks. So, like, what kind of effects did that have? Like, you know what I'm saying? As far as, like, work and home life, like, you know, I mean, obviously, being tired is one thing, but I'm saying, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, what else was going on at the time that that maybe you just weren't catching it? You know what I mean? You, like, You are literally at the point you're... <laughs> That's supposed to be off, man. I'm sorry. No, you're right. You're right. Things um, happen. But you know what I mean? So, yeah, and slept so, in a while, right? Yeah. Like, so, what... Was Jill, to, like, getting on you at the time? Was she, like... You know what? I don't know. 
I say that because I, I, it's you know it's it's funny now, right? But, um, even there were there were a lot of time gaps in there that I could imagine. <clears throat> like, um, in fact, we were just talking about this the other. She and I weren't, but the the friend of mine that had helped me out, yeah, um, the one who called you to the gym, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So I. I, uh, I, used to, I used to work part-time as a trainer at one of the local gyms um, before we opened ours. And uh, I called him. I was standing there in a the parking lot, and I called him, and I said, I, he, this, and this is him telling me, I didn't know where I was at. I didn't know how to get to work. Really? And he's like, describe to me the things that are around you. Okay. Now right. this is this is his story. This is him telling me because I, I don't even remember calling him. Jeez. And so um, he literally, by me describing everything that was around, he was able to come come and get me. That's wild, man. And got me back to um, <laughs> where we were going. Um, or back to the company, and that was that was where he kind of introduced me to, the, right. you know, Angela and the rest of them. Um, were you hesitant? Like, were you hesitant at the time to even go? Like, you know what I mean? Or were you just like, all right, you know what? I see something's wrong. Or I, th I think if I had been the first one, yeah, I probably would have been. But the other thing is, is it was it was a teammate that was guiding me right, to right. this right? rather than somebody I didn't know. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And so that's that's what that was. Well, those are – so that's one thing that I'm always, like, telling people. People on your team, they're not just your work associates. Like, right. those are your brothers who, you know, uh, you spend more time with than anybody else, and they know – if you're having a bad day, they yeah. know if you're even thinking something, you know what I'm saying? Yep. Like they know everything about you. And, and it's, it's, it's the team guys usually that will notice the smallest things that even family members usually won't notice. Yep. I, I think for the most of the time. So yeah, I, I, yep. I can definitely see that. Yep. So I went, yeah, like I said, so I, uh, 14th of August, I rolled in there. That was, and that, that day was also, um, the last time that I had a drink for like four years. Wow. Um, I would close the gym and I would either have my wife go down and pick stuff up or I would pick stuff up to come, you know, alcohol, right. you know, whatever. Right. Drink. Standard. You know, well, <laughs> but I mean, some guys, some guys use painkillers, some guys use, but it was just, right. Um, it was trying, trying to get to sleep, trying to relieve the pain, you know, whatever it was. And you're not sleeping. No. At all. No. And, and, you, and, and you'll try almost anything to kind of try to. Yeah. Get some sort of rush, yeah. yeah. You know, so um, walked in there, and the lady, and I didn't know this, but um, the teammate that had gotten me into this also hooked me up to make it where the psych that he had and the therapist that he had was going was going to work with me, right? So. Um, got in there and I'm sitting there with the psychiatrist and the therapist and they're like, all right, so the beginning of your treatment is going to be six weeks long. Wow. 
And I'm like, okay. <clears throat> um, got to the sick, you know, doing the, the six weeks and wound up, wound up being there for 72 days. Okay. okay. Now, keep that number in, in your head. Right. Okay. Um, did a lot of exposure therapy. I got thrown out of art therapy. Uh, <laughs> because, I got to hear this one. <laughs> because the lady that the lady that was running art therapy got scared with some of the stuff that I was making. Keep in mind, I only went to art therapy twice. Right. You know. <laughs> <laughs> then they were like, you know what, we're done. Well, no, it was, um, I had a, so when I got there, um, with those three guys being killed in May, those were 29 dudes that I'd known since the war started. Wow. Um, and I don't mean like I passed them in the hallway. I mean, no, yeah, I, like yeah, yeah. I knew these dudes. Right. All I knew all 29 of these guys. Right, right, right. Um, that's, that's, that's wild, man. It was, yeah, it was, it was kind of crazy. Um, so the two art classes that I went to, she wanted, I mean, it's like, how are you feeling today? And of course, you know, now we want you to, we want you to make something on how you feel. Right. And so the first one I made was, remember those little shoebox things that we used to make when we were kids? You put a, it's, it's like the, like an Easter egg scene. Yeah, yeah. Like you'd look in it and you, you see the whole scene. I do know what you're talking about. I can't yeah. remember the exact name of it, but yeah. Yeah. So I made a, I think it's called like a shadow box or yes, whatever it is. Shadow box. Yeah. That's, yeah. that's what it is. So um, I made one of those. And inside the shadow box was this, uh, this tombstone with the number 29 on it. It had a soldier's cross on it. Um, for whatever reason, I had a I had a, a pair of my dog tags with me. It's, I mean, shit. I mean, yeah. Anyway, and I put them like in the background, and they were hanging. And behind it is this like scraggly black tree, all just kind of like all jacked up. Right. And my dog tags were hanging off that tree, and so I closed it all up and I poked it in there. And um, she's going around, and she's like, "Oh well, let's let's let the." Uh, the, the new person show us what it is. I said, you know, well, she's like, well, what is it? I said, it's, it's, it's a shadow box, you know? And they're like, oh, okay. And she goes, well, what is it? And she looks inside of it and she goes, okay, moving on. And she just kind of puts the box back down, you know? And it's like, all right. And so... Um, a little too much for her. Well, at that point it was. Yeah. So it, but, and, and of course, she went to she went to my therapist in the site and she's like, and... You know, finding this out later on, they were like, okay, it's first day, still really angry. I mean, and, and you know, I think I would, I'd been there like two days, so I still wasn't sleeping. You know right. I mean? um, we got into, it was the next week, we started doing it, and of course she comes out with the whole feeling thing, and you know, make a, it was like letters and all the other stuff. And so Which we, uh, SF guys are great at, by the way. Right, yeah. <laughs> well, you know, and, and that's going to be another part of this series too, as far as like, you know, where we're at and how we operate. But right, right. As uh, so she's like, okay, so um, we're going to do two days of art therapy this week because I won't be here next week. And we're like, oh, okay. So she's like, I need you to make, you know, uh, basically, you know, make something that, that's going to help you get through this emotion that you're in. Okay, got it. So, um, I start on a, uh, paper mache project, right? Right. So I get all the paper mache done and 
come in the next day and I paint it and it dries. Cause I mean, keep in mind these sessions because she was going to be gone the next week. These sessions were like two hours long. Okay. So uh, plenty of time to get this done. Right. 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 So <laughs> comes around and she's going around and I mean, a lot of these dudes are like, Oh, well, you know, I got this and this is a, uh, you know, blah, 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 blah. She walks by and she goes, what is that? And I said, well, what's it look like? She goes, it looks like a sledgehammer. I'm like, yep. <laughs> I said, it's, it's a, it's a breaching hammer. And she goes, what do you do with it? And I said, well, usually I breach doors with it, but I said, if anybody, you know, if anybody really makes me mad, I'm just going to, I would usually like hit them in the head with it. And right. She's like, she's like looking at me and, you know, and so the other thing that I found out later on was, is most people saw their psych once a week. Right. I saw mine twice a day. Oh, wow. For 72 days. Oh, wow. <laughs> so it was, um, but that evening when I saw my psych, she says, yeah, you don't have to go to art therapy anymore. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm like, I don't. Did I, did I pass? And she goes, uh, let's just say that you, you're kind of scared. I was just going to say. You know what I mean? And I'm like. I'm like, well, what am I going to do? She goes, well, oh, we've man. got some other work. But she goes, I found, she goes, I saw your, um, I had a little little drawing, a little um, like sketchbook that right. my, my wife and my son had sent me. And so I was drawing little comic strips. And in those comic strips were things that had happened to deploy on deployments for me, right. things that were in the news or that had happened to friends of mine. But the other part to that was, is I was, um, and you can, you can see it as it goes along. Um, what I was doing was I was, at, I was adding dudes that were in the um, hospital with me. Okay. And they were making, like, I found out like these two guys were tankers. And so I made up this one this like this whole thing. But the characters that I was drawing in these other comic strips yeah. as we'd gone on were in this. Oh, that's you know? right. So, yeah, was, yeah. you know, and it was everything from, it was everything from like, you know, uh, uh, suicide bomber school. And there's like a sign that says, pay attention. He's only, he's only going to show you once. Yeah. And like dude standing there and is like, he's got this look on his face, like, uh, you know, and there's yeah. like, there's like pieces and parts all over the place. Right. Those, right. You know, all the other ones. But, um, you know, right up to identifying, um, like our enemy. Yep. And it was, uh, I think that the head that I drew was, um, it was a, a supposed to, you know, bearded guy, um, big giant nose, um, had a, a pocool on. Right. And it was, and it, it was funny cause he's like picking his nose cause those guys were always digging in their yeah, nose. Yeah. Always yeah. digging in yeah. their nose, man. And it was just like, what are you doing? So it was like, um, and, and I just described the whole thing anyway. So that's, yeah. Um, I got into my fifth week there and one of the guys that I had befriending befriended was leaving. I'm like, dude, where are you going? He goes, I'm at the end of my 30 days. And I'm like, 30 days. <laughs> he's, he's like, yeah. I'm like, 
I'm going to be here for at least six weeks. She goes, no, it's only a 30 day program. I'm like, no. Okay. So my story, my, the whole lead in when I do stuff like this is like, so I said, remember the 72 yeah, days. Yeah. 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 When I, when I give, when I give talks or when I go talk, I said, I spent 72 days in a 30 day program. So <laughs> when we first met, you said that to me and, and I'm not going to lie to you at the time. I was just like, I was like, what? <laughs> I, was like, I think it took a couple conversations, a couple right. times I was talking for us to, for it to finally like kick in like, Oh shit. Right. <laughs> like, all right. You know, but that's, and, and so that's what that was. But I mean, right, like I right. said, that was there five weeks before I even realized that it, I'm like, it's a 30 day program. What? that's wild oh but so my uh, my therapist is now retired so there's some things that we can we do and and i i talked to her and that's how i found out all this stuff she goes obviously i couldn't tell you at the time because they're not supposed to have uh comms with you like after you leave and stuff like that you know what i mean yeah just um so yeah it was kind of kind of weird so um i got home um and came back and there was doc mobs and she had uh started a lack of a better term a, a group therapy session right um and she wanted my buddy that had uh taken me you know gotten me to san antonio um and myself to lead this and i'm <laughs> like i'm just figuring out where my hands are at right still you know and she's like no she's i think you'll do better than you know so she started this and for probably about a month and a half it was just him and i okay but what we didn't realize was is um she would talk to some of these guys and she'd vet them right and then like maybe send them somewhere else or if they were like you know at a certain point then they would bring them in Ultimately, we got 12 guys um, in three months. We had 12 guys that were there, and we capped it at that. Right. Um, and we had guys come in and out, but it was, you know, for the session, we really didn't, that um, that one hour, um, we didn't want any more than 12. So, but, I mean, if there was another another way to start another group, we'd do it somewhere. You know I was just going to say, the smaller group, the better, instead right. of just over, you know what I'm saying? Because right. then people aren't going to get right. really much out of it. Well, and but the point was is is, is to have that team mentality. Or, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, right. And so, um, we were responsible for each other. Mm. Um, texting was just starting. It wasn't. You know, everybody had flip phones. I mean, that's how far back this. Yeah, because we know? just talked about how old. Yeah, watch your mouth. <laughs> watch your mouth. <laughs> hey, don't worry. I remember those flip phone days. Though. Right, right. So, but I mean, we would. Um, everybody would either send a short, because te- oh, then it was, they, they charged it by the letter, whatever yeah, it was. But, yeah. So we'd send it, we'd send a short text, just basically like, you know, Hey, I'm good or, or whatever it was. And then if, if we didn't hear from one of the guys in 12 hours, one of us was calling him. Right. And if we didn't hear anything in coming up to 24, Mm-hmm. We were going to their house, sort of like what you were doing to me when we first met. Exactly. Right. Right. Yeah. So, um, in that amount of time, with the twelve guys that we had in that particular group, we were in the three years that we were all together, we were able to prevent three suicides. Oh wow! Out of the twelve, 
That's huge. So you're talking like 25%. Yeah. Well, I'm saying, you know what I'm saying? No. It's right. So um, that's, that's what we were able to do. Um, Let me ask you a quick question, though, before we move on. Yeah. Um, something I was just thinking about. So, like, what was your mindset, like, at the end of the 72 days? You know what I'm saying? So the reason I asked that, like, for me, when I got done with my 30 days, you know what I'm saying, from rehab, I was just, like, in a whole other world. This is 30 days, too? <laughs> Damn. <laughs> I, <t> <laughs> I kind of had to put that out there. <laughs> but... At the end of the 30 days, uh, James, man, I, I had never felt so fucking amazing in my life. Like, yeah. I, like I felt great. I felt a, a huge accomplishment. I felt mm -hmm. like, why didn't I do this earlier? Right. And not even that, at, you know, the 30 days and after, even after that, weeks following, because I do um, outpatient stuff, Right. Um, it made me reflect back like, holy shit. Like, yeah. <laughs> like, wow. Like, yeah. I was really fucked up man like why didn't i get help before you know what i mean yeah but going with that said so like what was your mindset at that end of 72 days were you like i'm glad i did this where were you just kind of like eh, whatever like all right it is what it is let me see what's next um so it um there was a there was a guy that uh would come to visit me he was from he was from san antonio right and uh came to pick me up because we were going to do a a deer and a pig hunt. His his parents owned like six thousand acres in southern southwestern Texas. Okay, and um, the guy that took me down there figured it would be a good thing. And this is again, I had no idea what was going on, but he'd already been through this. Mm -hmm. um, I got to the door, and um, Keith was standing there, and it took me twenty minutes to get out that door. Because I hadn't been off campus unless there was a, uh, what do you call it, like the person that worked there, or escort, whatever it was, you know what I mean? Um, like in, an outing or something? Yeah, well, that's what it was. So like, you know, in, in those 30 days, <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's like right. they, have, they have what they call green band outings, where I was at, right? Yeah, yeah, well, yeah. I, 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 yeah, I went on three of them. So I, was like, <laughs> I mean, you know, um, but and so that was. I mean, it was a huge thing because uh, the the day before, I was talking to my I was talking to my therapist, and I said, uh, "She's like, how do you think you're going to do?" I said, "I don't even. I'm not sure I'll be able to get out the door." Right, and she was like. Kind of looked at me. Anyway, it, it, it did. It took me 20 minutes to get out the door. And it was just trying to, it wasn't anything that was, um, it, it just. Just different. It was different. And I and I knew something was going to be different. Um, that's the first time you'd ever really addressed all this stuff. Right? Yeah. Or, like I'm saying, dressed yep. in, uh, well, addressed any of it. Now, well, but what I was using as armor was now gone. Right. Uh, right. You know what I mean? So, so you're super vulnerable now. Oh, yeah. That's, yeah. And yeah, that's yeah. exactly the way I felt. Right. That's exactly the way I felt. Yep, I know that um, feeling. So I went down. I hung out with uh, my buddy and his dad um, and his mom down there at a ranch. And um, I had a great time, man. I shot a 10-point deer down there. Nice. Um, like a bunch of hogs. Um, and 
I didn't I didn't have a way to get the food home, so we we donated all the um, all of the uh, animals to uh, the food bank that was out there. Awesome. So they had a, a processor and all that stuff, and they would they they deep freeze it, and then they would take it to this food bank, and they'd give it. So I thought it was I thought it was really cool. Yeah, that is. Pretty and cool. then the uh, the deer head actually, um, oh I, yeah, yeah, I shot a javelina too. So the deer head actually sits in their bunkhouse down there in the um, at the house, and then, uh, but yeah, so that was good. So I got home, and I still had the little honeymoon period, is what I call it, and that's what I tell guys. Um, it's probably about two to four weeks, right. and you're like. Okay, I'm gonna get up. I'm gonna do this. I'm gonna do this. I'm gonna do this. And then <laughs> all of a sudden, life slaps you right in the fucking face. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And it just so happened the day that I got slapped in the face was the first day of uh, going to this this peer to peer, right? With with Doc Mobs and and this, and so and with uh, my buddy. So that was, I mean, you know, working, working that and getting there. I mean, that was just a, a, a t- you know, like I said, a total experience that right. I just wasn't ready for. Right. Um, there was a lot of work involved going down there. Um, like, what do you mean? Well, so you got, you journaled. Yeah. Um, addressing trauma. Yep. Um, addressing things that are in your head, but as you do it, um, basically picking that scab yeah. or that scar all over again and making it bleed. Yep. And what you were, what you'd been shoving down for seven, eight, 18 years, whatever it was. Um, is now exposed. Yeah. And, um, it's a crazy, crazy place to be, man. Well, it is. So we would do, (laughs) you know, in, you know, again, most people only do like one trauma, you know, uh, we got done with, I think Casey, we'd address like five, five or six different things. And part of the reason that we did that was because she started noticing things that I would do when we would go into the office. Like there was uh, one of them that we addressed, and after we had start tearing this one this one down, I would go into the room where we were at, and I would close the shades, and I would sit down because I always had my back to this window, right? Because she would sit facing the window, mm-hmm. so she could you know and there because there's no you know and it's the window and the door. Yep. And now it's like. You know, and so, but I didn't realize I was doing it. Right. I just come in and do it. And. And she probably wasn't saying nothing either. Just let you Well, but she, it. she didn't say anything, but at the same time, she, it wasn't, it didn't click. Right. And I think it was after my, I think it was after the third thing that we were addressing as we went along. She finally was like, you know, why do you do that? Yeah. Um, Jill came out for a, uh. It was like a, like a family weekend. Um, I think, yeah, it was 
she came out and uh, she and my therapist were talking and Jill said he always does that. Right. She said, I'll open the shades. He'll come home from work. He'll close the shades. And then he'll he'll sit and function. Right. Yeah. You know, so um just one of the one of the yeah, one of the many things. So um like I said, the you know, the honeymoon period's over, you get slapped, um, and then like I said, we we went into this program that, that Doc had it started and right. we didn't, I mean, we just called it group at the time because that's, that's what it was. It, yeah. it was group therapy. We were helping ourselves, which was her. I, I mean, that was her idea because that was one of the things that she'd said when we got there was, I, I'm going to facilitate this, but I, you guys are the ones that have been through this. She says, I don't have a clue, right? you know, which, which was good. She knew she would see the after effects. What year was this? Um, so I got that. I got back from San Antonio, November of 2011. Okay. Um, the group started. I want to say December of 2011. November is, you know, because it's. I think I got home like just before Thanksgiving is when I got home. Um. So you weren't even thinking at that time, really, like how far, or, or you know, what I'm saying what you were gonna do with this, or and you were just no. like, all right, you know what, I got introduced to this. To, no, to it these was, groups, I'm gonna go and yeah, it was. I mean, in my head, it was what I was, what I needed to do after I had gone through what I'd gone through in San Antonio. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's, yeah. So I just, I just thought about it anyway. Um. So we started. Uh, you know, we, so we we did the group. Uh, about three years later, um, she wound up getting uh, she PCS to uh, DC. Right. Um, we didn't know when we started this plan because we started a plan. Um, I I when I got back, one of the things that I did is I took I took myself out of the company. Um, I called, called my company star major who had come to visit me and I said, uh, I want to, I want to go to the three shop and I want to work as a master breacher. And he's like, well, and I said, I don't think that this is the right time for me to go back and do this, but I could probably do this. Right. In, in which after calling the battalion, the battalion star major, um, he and I talked, um, and he gave me a couple of stipulations. Um, and what I didn't realize at the time was, is this stipulations that he was giving me mm-hmm. was making me, he was giving me goals so I could get this done. And he's like, and if you can achieve these two goals before we get back, right? then I will, uh, I'll, I'll keep you up there. Okay. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so no, understandable. Yeah. And I was, I, and I was able to do that and it just, it just compounded from there. Right. And, um, he was supposed to, he, he was supposed to go with us on the, um, the 2013 trip. And, uh, one of the things that he said was, I need you 
to your, use your experience because this is this is when we started seeing a lot of the senior guys leave and I talked about there. that in the podcast I recorded, yeah. Right. Right. And it was about 13 and 14 where everything yep, kind of yeah, yep, yeah. Yep. And so we had a lot of inexperienced dudes. Yep. And I looked around, I looked around the three shop and when when there's two guys in that shop that are because I mean typically the guys in that three shop are senior dudes. They're you know, they've all been there. Yep, yep. There's two guys in that shop that remember what you remember. Yeah. Something, you know, something something's wrong. Because right, it was right. all it was like literally it was like all very young E6s guys that had just gotten promoted. Yeah. And it was myself, the S three SAR major, and the three who the S three SAR major and I had raised from a captain. Wow. As a team leader. Wow. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> so it was, That's, yeah, yeah, it was it was crazy. So, at any rate, um, that was another way of he's like, I need your experience. Um, I need you to, um, so I, I just he said, I need you to buckle down. I need you to do what you did when you got up here. Right. And I was like, okay. Um, <clears throat> so I went to Doc and I said, Hey, look, um, I'm thinking about deploying again. She looked at me and she goes, well, uh, and this is this is before we knew she was going to PCS. Keep that in mind. Okay. And she says, okay. She says, uh, you going to go back to a team? And I said, no. Um, I'm going to stay in a three shop, run the ops in, be the ops in star mater, um, and do that. She's like, okay. Um, she goes, let's, let's put some things in place because I'll be there. I'll be able to, if something goes off the rails – um, I'll be able to mm-hmm. to swoop down, pull you out. It's like, okay, not necessarily pull me out, but just help out. You know what I mean? Um, and we just gotten a new group surgeon. So he was, I mean, he was completely on board. He knew exactly what the plan was. Yep. And uh, we went from there. Um, a couple months later, we got, uh, she wound up having the PCS to DC. We got a new psych um, who was not, and I repeat, was not into the things that we were doing. Uh. She literally was more into filling out sniper packets, making sure that stuff like that, Yeah. rather than that. So um, what she did was, and this guy was, this guy was really good and would have been really good um, had the plan come together. Um, but the guy didn't have an office. Okay. And as we were, as I was getting ready to start going down range and we, we kept meeting, uh, we had to meet on the sixth floor up there at Womack. Uh. <laughs> now, instead of making the left... We were making the right, what's but it was the, still the sixth floor. What's the sixth floor again? Six, for, sixth, I've been there. I know, yeah. But I've I mean, the, the sixth floor is, is the metal ward. I right. mean, that's you know, that's where all your your stuff is. Yep. And so we were meeting in this. I mean, we were meeting in what what, what should have been a hospital room. Right. You know what I mean? Yep. There were no beds in it, but it was it was sterile. It was white. It just it just it just didn't cut it. And so, um. 
at this point, my buddy had had uh, he'd gotten med boarded, so he was retired, and so I was the one running a group with with this new dude, and he just kind of explained it. Okay. Um, okay. So I'd said something about, hey, we need to find something else, man. This just isn't working, <laughs> you know. Um, we had a couple of sessions outside, and dudes were afraid people were going to see him, you know, whatever it was. And so we um, eventually we went back. Um, we got about halfway through that trip, and I called one of the guys, and I said, hey, I'm sorry, I haven't been, you know, I've been, he's not, nah, you've been busy, you know. Real quick, so before, yeah. so that deployment to when you got out was about two years Oh no! When I finished three, that deployment, three. that's that's a whole different story. But I I retired five years after that deployment started. No, no, no I'm saying from from the uh, uh, Texas. So from like coming back, oh, that was yeah, start, that was two years. years. That was deployment. two years. Okay. Yeah. At the end of, at the end of that trip, at the end of that trip, when we got back in November, it was two years from about coming two years. back from San Antonio. So now, real quick, where were you at when you were asked to? to deploy, right, and kind of do your thing. Like, like I know everybody in the community would, no matter what, how you feel, you're going to say yeah, because you know what I'm saying? We want to be in a fight. We still want to go, right? But w- did you feel like, hey, you know what? I am good, or you I know what? Sure. Let, me, let me run this by. I, I wasn't sure. You weren't sure. The wife, the wife was like, oh, hell no. And I'm like, I don't have a choice. But you knew you wanted to go back to work and be in them. I mean, you know what I'm saying? That's a, right? Or were you still kind of like, man, I don't know where like I'm Like I at. said, I didn't, I didn't really know. Yeah. Like I said, it took, it took the battalion CSM that we had at the time. He knew, I mean, he knew, right. But it was, it was like, you know, how, and like I said, he, he kind of brought me out of that funk of, I need, I need your experience. This is what I need. This is, you know, mm-hmm. blah, blah, you know and all that. And I, and I think that helped. I mean, it was, um, there were days that, you know, and I mean it's Bagram. I get it. Um, and if you're if you're a brand new dude and never been there, yeah. you know, I mean it's you know it's Bagram. You know, it's like yeah, ah, that place is chill. But right, right. I remember being there when it was nothing. That stuff wasn't there. <laughs> yeah. You know, um, the group dudes were coming from K two. Yeah, we were yeah. sitting. We were sitting there, and it was us, and you know company of other dudes and you're just like and i mean there was nothing tents and connexes no there, maybe, there wasn't maybe anything yeah. oh, i mean oh, it was wow, no okay. we had i mean it was i mean no oh wow that stuff didn't that stuff didn't come in until way later so really dating yourself and so that, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um but so yeah so anyway um <clears throat> you know certain things would happen and it would I figured, you know, it, I'd, I'd get get a little rattled, um, but you know, I I was I'd, I'd rally back. Um, you know, I talked. I'd, I'd, I'd guys from uh, guys would come in and they're like, "Hey, like uh, I remember one of the one of the team sergeants was a, was a really good buddy of mine. He came in. He goes, "Man, he says I really, I really, I really appreciate, and I always feel better when I hear your voice on the radio." getting stuff coming in, mm-hmm. you know, for us, mm-hmm. stacking stuff on top of us than I do when I hear um, some of the other guys. Right. And 
some of the newer guys. Got that, or, yeah, 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 yeah. And 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 we got that from a lot of them. And um, when I think it was Pat that asked him, he's like, "Well, why why is that?" And he goes, "Because we know he's we know he's been where we're sitting, mm-hmm. you know." So yeah. At any rate, um, I had three three instances that. Um, I couldn't deal. And um, the sad thing was, is that person that was supposed to be in contact with me and all that, in all three instances, I couldn't, she, I couldn't get a hold of him. Really? Couldn't get a hold of him. Um, and so, so that, that led to, me having to uh, kind of deceive my boss a little bit mm-hmm. and take a break rather than like tell him what was going on because right. I didn't want to go home. <laughs> you know what I mean? It was it was that you know it's know that exactly it's like oh I'm mean. already here I don't I don't want to go home I don't want you know because well, you know you'd be going home immediately if well you, you yeah know what I'm but um but he also knew the plan and i and, and again you're i'm you're in that mindset where you're not thinking right yeah you're not i mean now i know but i mean yeah you're not thinking right anyway so that yeah that whole thing and i mean i finally i found out finally wound up telling pat what was going on he's like you could have just told me and i said dude it's not that easy yeah it's not that easy because i was back in i said you remember angry jim and he goes yeah i said that's where i was at that's why I was locking myself in a room. And he was like, okay, good call. Anyway. <laughs> right, right. It's tough, man. You know, so um, I got home from that trip, and uh, it was, uh, I, I, had, I had decided to retire. I was, I was going to throw my papers in on the January 14th. Um, how much thought did that take? Because I know that wasn't a quick, you know what I mean? I mean, because, I mean, obviously you had been doing it for so long and, uh, you know, like I know how much I love it, you know, and, and, and right now this is getting hard for me to retire. So, like, for you back then. Jill Jill and I had decided before that trip. Yeah. That that's what. That's, so it was already on your mind. You, it was it was already <laughs> there. I mean, it was already there. And that's, and that would, but that's also the reason that she was also going, oh, hell no, you're not. And. But at that at that point in time, I didn't have a choice. I really didn't. I really didn't have a choice, which is why which is why we made the plans that we did with Doc Ma mm-hmm. before she left. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Um, or, yeah. I, yeah. Anyway, um, I bet you Jill was scared of you know. I mean, all that progress she did, and then just the, you know, what I'm saying hope in the chances that you would have ended up taking ten steps back or two steps back. You know what I mean? With all the yeah. work you had done at the time and. I'm sure. I mean, we've never we've never talked about it, but yeah. I mean, that's I'm I'm sure that's was a fear. Was oh yeah, I'm definitely I can imagine definitely sure. I mean, you know, she's I mean, she's been there for it all, and I mean, she yeah. So um, it's a it's a tough tough thing, man, to um, go through that, especially when you've made so much progress and then having to go back and you know right. what I'm saying and, and redo all that stuff all over again. It's it, it becomes uh, a huge weight, man. You know what I mean. So what you wind up doing, and this is, <clears throat> excuse me, um, 
I think you remember when we were talking about doing the work. Yeah. Going down there, doing the work. Yep. Um, in order to keep yourself in line, you wind up having to do the work every day. Yeah. It's getting started that's like no kidding the hard part. It is. So we, we operate in our regiment. We operate way above the average normal person. Right. Mentally, physically, all of that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, it's, yeah. we're way above everything. Yeah. And so when all of that drops down, you know, let's let's just go a scale of scale of one to ten. Yeah. Right. Okay. Most people operate at a five. Okay. We operate at twelve. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yes. You know, facts. We, we, we operate at twelve. Right. Right. Problem right, right. is, is when this stuff hits us, we we come down to five. Yeah. So how do you? What do you think the docs think when we go talk to them? I'm not talking docs in our regiment. I'm talking. Docs at, at Womack or docs at the VA or which, whatever. Which are a huge difference from our docs. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Because they, they don't know the community. Yeah. But you take that and, and you're at a five and they think you're they're nuts. going, they're going, how you doing? I'm fine. How are you? Yeah. Well, you know, so what seems to be the problem? Nothing. I feel pretty good right now, <laughs> you know? And seems like you were sitting in one of my one of my meetings, huh? No, because that's a meeting I had. I mean, that was, you know, um, but it's, it's a meeting my buddy had. Yeah, because when, yeah. when he went down, it was they were doing the same thing. And the, and this, the site called um, called Doc Woolley and Doc, and Doc Mobs. And they were like, let us tell you about how and where these, where the, you know, mentally and physically where they get, you know, where they operate. Yeah. And so she, <laughs> she went back into the room. My buddy, she's like, oh, oh, I'm here again. She's like, yep, slam the book on it. Boom. All right, let's cut the shit and let, start telling me what's going on. And he was like, all right, time to get to work. And yeah. That's, so that's, you know, but that's but that's where it is. And it's, it's not, I'm not trying to degrade or downgrade anybody that, no. you know, it, outside of our regiment that operates there. Right. That's just That's just where we sit. And so when we see, and it's funny because we can be in a room of a hundred dudes that are just like that and go, man, Tom's jacked up, you know, and, and, and one of two things is going to happen. Tom's jacked up, but I'm not, Yeah, yeah. but I'm still operating at five yeah. or you walk around and you're sitting there going, man, Tom's jacked up. I am too, but I'm the only one going through it. Yeah. You know what I mean? And that's, yes. that's the other part. I went through all those stages. Yeah, exactly. Went through all those stages myself. Exactly. So, God, that's I can. <laughs> it's so it's you know, crazy how much alike all of us. And and like, the, yeah, and that's it's crazy. That's that's, that's 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 exactly what I was going to say. So it, I mean, it doesn't matter if you've been through, you. You've been through a firefight, um, had other things happen. Yep. Um. Once we've all, we all go down a different path. Yes. But at the end of the, when we get to the end of the path, trauma's trauma. Yes. And that's what we deal with. Yep. You know, um, I mentioned that same thing before. Yeah. I use in the, in the, uh, meditation stuff that I do. Um, I've had guys tell me that they're, that they're, when they meditate on, on their trauma or however they're doing it, 
I've had them tell me that their their trauma is different colors, like a little fireball. Yeah. You know, um, you know, so you so you have that. Um different yeah. different ways of being able to interpret that, but at the same time, all of us being uh having the same issue. Yeah. It it got to us different, but it was, you know. But the you know, the other part to this too, and I think you and I talked about this the other day, is we shove that stuff down and we shove that stuff down and we shove that stuff down. But a lot of and this is this is the the military in general. Mm-hmm. This is not one one community in it, but a lot of people in the military have had some form of trauma yes. prior to them getting there. Yes, we did talk about that the other right. day. Right. And so, <clears throat> but that's been shoved down for whatever reason. And then you go to then combat. we get this. <laughs> you know, we get what we're talking about right now. Yeah. And it doesn't have to be combat. No, it, you're can, right. it can be another form of trauma. Anything it can else, be, right. It can be a car accident. It can be, and I hate to say it, it can be a sexual assault. It can be combat. It can be all of that. It can be TBI. Yeah. It can be a traumatic brain injury. Yes. Yes. But that stuff comes back out and it rears its ugly head. It does. And so when you send somebody or when when you go to try to deal with this, in the very beginning, if you're dealing, if you're if you're if you go to a place that's like no shit trying to help you with your trauma because there's places out there that don't. Right. Yep. If you get out there, that's when you find out that you had something else that had gone on. Yeah. Yep. You know, and um, <clears throat> it's, yeah. So there, I mean, and there's a lot of, and there is a lot of that. And it's, it's, it's more, it's more frequent than you would imagine. It is. It really is. So have you noticed, so like, well, one thing I've noticed is, is, is as things have slowed down for us all is when you start reflecting, when you start looking back and you, and you have nothing but just to brew on everything. That's right. And it slowly bubbles, bubbles until whatever happens, you know what I'm saying? Like for me, it was alcohol. Alcohol was just increasing everything. You know what I'm saying? It was, it was to numb me up. And at the same time. I mean, I was addicted to it. You know what I'm saying? I was, yeah. You know what I'm saying? It is what it is. Yeah, your give a fuck was gone. Oh, it was. It was. I mean, you know that. We talked about that. Yeah, but, you know, now I'm starting to see it a lot more where, like, things have slowed down and everything. And, and it's, you know, more people are like, holy shit. Like, damn, dude. I, I, looking back, like, that really fucked me up. You know, yeah. whatever it may have been. Um, yeah. You know, and, and it goes to say there's other shit. Like, for me, it was a childhood shit. You know what I'm saying? Just, right. like, just like growing up that maybe... Well, actually, I didn't know about it. That was deeply yeah. hurting me. You know yeah. what I mean? And then going to the military and just just bottling everything up as as the years went on. Now I come here at at and that's a, at the bottom of it, pushing it out. It is, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then you know, like for me, it wasn't until I got here to do my instructor time and everything took a halt that I was just like, whoa. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So part of that part of that is too is we've because we're so focused on what's going on in front of us when we're on a team. Yeah. When we get to top tempo, man, the, it's the, just that point of where we're, well, we get inside our head. And when you get inside your head and that stuff starts coming out, you, you don't even know what it is. Right. What do you mean by get inside your head? Like, 
you start to reflect. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. here's, and this is, there was, and I love this guy uh, to this day. There was a, um, an old Vietnam air force veteran that was one of the healthcare workers down in San Antonio show up every day in his scrubs with spit shine jump boots. And I would love, I, I would get, I mean, I would get up in the morning yeah, you told me about to go it, do yeah. physical activity just to see, because I mean, I know, I would know that he would leave at 11 o'clock. Right. Just to see if the, the whole 72 days I was there, those boots shined and I was like, yes. I mean, it was, it was perfect. It was, awesome. yeah. For some of you young guys listening to this, you wouldn't know anything about that. No. But man. I mean, that's, yeah. Anyway. Um, That's old school shit. Yeah, no, absolutely. Like way old school. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but uh, one of the things that he told me is that um he said part of what got him through uh getting past his demons was he says, I, I always told myself I could look in the rearview mirror, but I couldn't stare. Right. I could look in the rearview mirror and I couldn't stare. But that takes a lot of work, though. It to does. Be, to be able to get to that point. It, it does. Now. Because um, I wouldn't have been able to do that, done that a year ago. No. Or a year and a half ago. For no. sure, I wouldn't be able to have done that at all. No. And I, I mean, I. I and I'm I still working have, on it. Yeah. Well, it's, uh, again, this is this is a lifetime thing. It is. It's not, you know, it's it's not one of those things where it's, uh, it's. I go down for 72 days and then I'm, I'm good. No, that's, that's the beginning. So yeah. I don't, I don't know what, what you got told when you graduated the Q course, and, you know, but we got told it's like, Hey, listen, you are just now starting. Yeah. You went through all this stuff, but you are just now starting. So the day that, the day that I walked out of San Antonio, I had to take that, um, that same kind of, uh, what do you call it? Uh, approach, right, right, right. To hey, um, I'm I'm starting all over again. That's exactly how I felt when I walked out. So, exactly. And there's there are a lot of things that, you know, I, I would say in that 72 days it probably helped with about 80 percent of it, and I'm gonna wind up uh, using probably the rest of my life trying to to work on the 20. Yeah. Um, but stuff like what we're talking about right now, I mean, even doing this is one of those things that helps. Yeah. Oh, um, it definitely helps me to talk about it more and more. You know what I mean? Like you and I have talked before. Um, for me to just to talk about it, you know, it, it is, is is so therapeutic for me. You know what I mean? Going to therapy to, with a psychiatrist, civilian psychiatrist is one thing. But to sit here with your brothers and, and have that conversation openly and, and, right. and actually let out more feelings than you would. Right. With them. Right. It's so much better. So we need we need to do what we're doing right now. We need to do stuff that we're talking about with this program that we're doing. Right. But you also do need to do you do need to do a face to face with somebody with a professional. Yeah. And, oh, and, don't, don't get me wrong. And, and, well, no, no, no. And, and, but here's and, and here's why I say that. Yeah. I, I say that because um, I know I know places that don't cover behavioral health. Yeah. And I know people that, you know, they don't want to, I don't want to go see a psych because he's going to tell my command. No, there's, there's ways for us in where we're at right now. Yeah. If you had come to that first meeting and you said, I want to talk to somebody, I'm be like, good. Do you want it on or off post? 
And if you said off post, I've got the perfect dude. Yeah. And it's it's there. And nobody in your nobody in your chain of command knows who it is. Yeah. Now I'm gonna debunk a um, a myth that everybody says. They can always say, hey, um, chain of command knows I'm going. No, they don't. Psych, the psych records are all right there. They can't get into it. But the only thing that the that you're, and depending on how far how how low your behavioral health goes, but the only thing that you the behavioral health professional that we'll say at brigade or at group level is allowed to say is the numbers. So if they walk in and it's just you and I, then I have two. Yeah, you know what I mean. But the idea, the whole thing with this is going to going to see this guy that we're talking about, and then coming to this group. Nobody knows that, right? It's still, still, it's 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 anonymous. Yeah, my chain. The only reason they do know is because I I choose to tell them. You right. know what I mean? But um, I'll be honest, man. Like uh, you know, like I've told you before, I'm very lucky to have the chain of command that I have. Yeah. Like I am yeah, blessed yeah. to have the chain of command that I have, sure. and and that's and that's the honest truth. Uh, so yeah, like. But I think it's a lot different, man. And you know what I'm saying? It's been a while since, I mean, it's been four years now since, I, since I've been back at fifth, you know. But I was seeing a psych back at fifth and, you know, it, it was totally supportive. But yeah. you still have to watch what you say or else, you, or else, you, or else you you're not going on a deployment. And, like, that was the biggest thing for me back then was seeing the psych and being wanting to be open, but also knowing, hey, man, in about a month I got a deployment coming yeah. up. Like, yeah, I, yeah, like yeah. I better watch no. what the hell I'm saying because yeah. – it, it, whatever I say, this is going to stop me. Yeah. No, I'm trying and, and lady, I don't want no meds because right? guess what? I don't want to be on hold for 90 days either. Yeah. So I don't yeah. want to like, <laughs> well, and I'm, yeah, no. But, and that's, I mean, meds is a whole different thing. Right. Know, right. So, but yeah. seeing the psych and, and, and you know what I'm saying doing this, but like you said, a lot of guys think that just cause you go that chain of command has to know everything. They don't, they don't. Yep. And especially if you have a supportive chain of command who, who really cares at the end of the day anyway, you know what I'm saying? Like, sometimes you want them to know that, hey, I am seeing somebody. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? At least for me, that's how, you know what I'm saying? I wanted my chain of command to know that I'm seeing somebody so that yep. they understood what else is going on in my life. You know what I mean? Yep. Uh, so, that's, I don't I don't know where we're at as far as time. Uh, gonna, we're about an hour, so we can start. Oh, well, yeah. yeah. So, yeah. I'm going to, I'm going to wind it, I'm going to yeah. wind it down just, um, and so, um, to kind of open open the door for the next session yeah that we do for sure um sure. as far as like how the program got restarted yep um peer to peer yeah well and that's where we're gonna go so um what is this it's 2020 21 21 so 2018 um a really good buddy of mine who had been in the UFC for a long time, um, Nebraska kid, um, really good friend of mine, uh, went out to Omaha to uh, watch what we found out was going to was going to be his retirement fight. Uh, literally cut his gloves off right there and laid him down in the middle. We were like, oh right. God, what's going on? You know? <laughs> Um, when I, when we got done with that, as we were going to the after party, I got a text, um, and a, a third group guy had two, two guys had committed suicide. One, one that night and one two days prior. Um, we were, 
were trying to figure out what was going on that year because that year in the um, the two units that I'd been in in my soft career, from February to September, we'd had nine people commit suicide. So what is that? Wow. February, March, April, May, June, July, August, September. That's eight months. Yeah, that's wild. That's one a month. And in one of those months, we had two people. You know? It's, wow. Well, and it, yeah, anyway, and the numbers don't really matter, but I mean, you're looking at concentrations of it because I think there was no, I understand I think there was one month where we two months where we didn't have anybody, but we had three, whatever it was. But it's the concentration of what you're doing. Right. I got so pissed off because I was retired. I was dealing with my own stuff. I hadn't even really thought about it. But the text chain that I had was still from those guys that I was working with in 2000 from 2011 to 2012 13 right um so i was i was selfish i was being selfish let's just say that um so i called the third group psych and when i got back from omaha and i called uh who in turn called the third group uh uh chaplain well oddly enough when we were going through all of our crap in 2011. This guy was our battalion chaplain. So now he's seven years later. Yeah. He's the group chaplain and going, what do we need to do? Yeah. So that led to me starting this program, which we will talk about next time. Yes, we will. Yes, we will. Uh, definitely. Uh, you, we already said this before, but you're definitely going to be a recurring on this. <laughs> so the, uh, the program, just so you, if there's anybody out there who's listening to it, it's called Peer to Peer. Um, you can get a hold of me through Tom. Um, we are actually looking at um, figuring out a way to um, have you get in contact with me without, uh, well, we'll just say anonymously. Um, there will be some things that come out in the, in the coming weeks. Um, but yeah, no, definitely. Um, it's, it's something that needs to be done and I, thanks for having me. Yeah, no, man. Awesome. Thank you so much for, uh, coming on. I appreciate it. All right. Thank you guys. Uh, and, uh, look out for another uh, episode with James. All right. Thanks, man.